Hello, brother. I'm Grace. Hello, brother. I'm Stephanie. And this is Doppelgangers. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 20 of The Vampire Diaries, which is called The Last Day. We are just rearing right up to the season finale. Everything is coming into place. People are coming back together. People are all getting where they need to be and then escaping where they need to be. And then other people get where they, I guess, didn't need to be, but now need to be. We have two episodes left and... As you can see, I think they're going to be pretty jam-packed. Yeah, I asked very early in this episode, I was like, 22 episodes in the season, because this felt like it was the penultimate. Mm -hmm. Um, It felt like we were leading up to that, but we have two left, so. So we'll see. As always, I will read the synopsis from Vampire Diaries Wiki. Damon is willing to go to extraordinary lengths to prevent Elena from being a victim of Klaus's plan to break the curse. Damon's actions put him at terrible odds with Stefan, and the tension that started brewing between the brothers over their differing opinions about how to help save Elena's life blows up into full-scale conflict. Tyler returns to Mystic Falls after receiving a disturbing phone call. With the full moon marking the arrival of the sacrifice ritual, Stefan and Elena spend a romantic day together, afraid it might be their last. I wouldn't call that a romantic day. Like, it was a day with some romance. Yeah. We open the episode with Damon waking up in bed, and he's eavesdropping on the conversation downstairs with Elijah, Stefan, and Elena. Elijah's like, hey guys, so tonight is the full moon, so we're just going to operate under the assumption that Klaus is planning to break the curse tonight. And so Stefan gives us a quick recap, and he says, wait, so Elena said the curse of the sun and the moon is fake, and that it's really just a curse on Klaus. And Elijah's like, yes, thank you for bringing that up. The curse keeps his werewolf side from manifesting, and if he breaks it, he'll be a true hybrid. Yes, thank you for reminding us all. Let me give you the rest of the info so we're all on the same page as this episode begins. Yeah. So Damon finally comes downstairs to get involved and he says, hey, so why are we breaking the curse then? We can kill him today with Bonnie. And Elena says, again, um, I feel I have to repeat it because it's clearly not sinking in. I don't want to do that because Bonnie will die and that is not an option for me. But Damon says, I will write her a very good eulogy. I don't understand what the problem is. And like, I don't want Bonnie to die. And Elena couldn't know this at the time, but it everybody else is in jeopardy right now. I know it's funny that they don't ever for a second consider. I mean, I understand that they think that Catherine's going to be the vampire he takes and that Tyler's out of town. It's crazy to me that they don't ever for a second consider like, hey, maybe we should tell Caroline to leave town. Maybe we should just check and make sure Tyler's still out of town. Like, maybe we should cover our bases here. Like, you know, Klaus needs a werewolf and you know there is a werewolf who could come back to town at some point because he's not really been included in your conversations here. So it's just worth thinking like, okay, the sacrifice is tonight. Like, let's just call Tyler. I mean, I get he's not answering anyone's phone calls, but call him be like, hey, Tyler, like, just want to let you know, like, the sacrifice that would have killed you, like, it's happening tonight. So if you were going to come to town, maybe don't. Quick message. Yeah, I think that's the least they could do. And I, again, I get them not telling Caroline because they are operating under the assumption that Catherine is the sacrificee. They weren't in the conversations with Klaus, but the fact that he didn't kill her right away and wants to torture her, why would he just kill her in the sacrifice? Like, that seems a little easy, which I get they might not, like, they didn't know he was like, I want to torture you for a long time, but that's not a crazy thing to think. Well, they can make that assumption based on the information they have, but that would require them thinking about someone other than Elena. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is not something they're going to do. So Stefan says, okay, well, how is the curse broken? And Elijah says, well, actually, the ritual is pretty straightforward. You know, the ingredients, um, the moonstone, doppelganger, vampire, werewolf. So the witch is going to channel the power from the spot and the full moon to release the spell bound in the stone. 
Then Klaus being, you know, both werewolf and vampire is going to kill one of each. And then he's basically going to drink doppelganger blood until she dies. And so everyone's like, ooh. Yeah, he said, and then he has to drink the blood of the doppelganger. And I was like, oh, so Elena doesn't have to die. He just has to drink the blood. And then he says, until her death. And I was like, okay. And there it is. It is funny that he asks how the curse is broken because it's like, well, you kind of know. I mean, all these people die. Like, it's a pretty basic sacrifice. But good news, everyone. Elijah has a mystical elixir that will basically resurrect her from the dead. And he got it 500 years ago. Feels awful convenient that it's just a random potion he's been carrying around. And Damon is quick to question it, as I would be, too. I can't blame Damon for this. Damon says, really? A magic potion with no expiration date? We should be asking questions about this elixir. It's questionable at best. Like, I get she wants to trust Elijah. She doesn't want to, like, risk this all. And she honestly doesn't really care if she dies. So she doesn't really care. She about doesn't this. really care. She's like, well, either it brings me back to life or it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, like, I just want to get through this. But it is kind of like, OK, well, this is iffy at best, as with most stuff Elijah brings to the table. <laughs> yeah. And Damon says, OK, here's a crazy idea. What about the Gilbert ring? And Elijah says, well, that ring only works on humans. And since the doppelganger is a supernatural occurrence, even though she is a human, odds are it probably won't work. Now, they don't know that for sure, but he's like, "Mm, we don't really know. But odds are it won't work. It can't hurt to double it up with the elixir. Yeah. Elixir ring double hit. Yeah. And here's a question. The ring is spelled. That's a spell that brings a human back to life after death by a supernatural creature. How complex of a spell would it take to like, bring a doppelganger back like have they not looked into that kind of spell that's a good question that's just one thought i mean we're a little past that i imagine there's not a lot of research on it because there's so few doppelgangers that's true like it's not like every witch runs into it and can run trial and error on it you know that's true you can't just like kill a doppelganger to see if your spell worked that's true you don't have a ton so it feels like there are a number of like give her the gilbert ring give her some ring with a little extra spell on it give her the elixir Hopefully one of those does the work. Yeah, just load her up with a bunch of magic. (laughs) You know, just give her a bunch of shit. Maybe something will take. And if it doesn't, then okay, sorry, but we tried our best. We did what we could. (laughs) And Damon says he trusts the odds of the ring over the elixir. And he looks at Elena and he says, what if the elixir doesn't work? And Elena says, guess I'll be dead. And Damon's like, I don't want that. Stefan like kind of shrugs like, what are you going to do, women? And Damon looks like visibly upset. So then Elena turns to Elijah because she's done with their little tantrums in their own separate ways. And she says, does Klaus have everything he needs? Like, namely, does he have a werewolf? And Elijah says, Klaus has been waiting to break this curse for a very long time. I'm guessing if he doesn't already have a werewolf, he will by tonight. So then speaking of werewolves, we go over to the Lockwood house and Carol is on the phone with Tyler. She's walking up the stairs. Well, she's not on the phone with Tyler. She's doing a voicemail for Tyler. She's walking up the stairs and she says, hey, Tyler, I really need you to come home. I had an accident and I'm in the hospital. And at first I thought she was just lying to get him to come home, which I was like, you know, fair enough. He hasn't come home. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do as a mom. Turns out it was not her call. Yeah, it was much more nefarious. So she gets him to the top of the stairs and Maddox is there coaching her on what to say on the phone. And then she hangs up and looks at him and she said, why did I say all that? And he said, because he had a terrible fall. And then he pushes her down the stairs and It's not like he like just pushes her down and she tumbles. It is like off the stairs, hit the banister to the ground. It's excessive. Yeah, he like bounces her off the wall. It's pretty rude. She's like a rag doll. And I get using this lie. You didn't have to actually send her to the hospital. But I guess they were like, well, if 
if he gets here and she's not in the hospital, he's going to leave right away. So, and well, putting her in the hospital means they know exactly where Tyler is going to be. That is a good point. So then we go over to the yard of the Salvatore house. Damon is having a glass of bourbon and Stefan says, ah, breakfast of champions. And Damon's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And Stefan says, hey, you know, you weren't helping. And Damon says, are you? (laughs) And Damon says, can I remind you that Elijah is an original who we tried to kill? Do you believe him? This is a fair question, a fair concern, but also like we're kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, Elijah's your ally at this point. And Stefan says, look, Elena made her decision. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to put my faith in her because she put her faith in me. She trusts me despite the fact that I'm a vampire. And so I'm going to trust her. And Damon calls him an idiot. But this is just two different ways of showing their love. Yeah, Stefan is trying to be like, I accept you as who you were. If you love something, let it go be free, whatever. And Damon is like, no, I need to protect her. I like know how this world works more than she does. I need to make sure she gets through this. And I, I fear that Stefan's if you love it, let it go mentality is not going to help in the future when she he eventually does let her go and walk right on over to Damon. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. If they ever get together, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this delay of business. <laughs> and Stefan says, hey, you know, Elena chose to trust you too. And Damon says, well, maybe you shouldn't trust her instincts. And then he finishes his bourbon and leaves. Which fair. So then we go inside to check on Elena and Elijah. And Elena says to Elijah, like, you'd think he'd understand why I'm willing to do this. And Elijah says, why are you? Like, Elijah's like, I don't really know you that well. Elijah's like, I don't really, like, care about any of this, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I'm just here to kill Klaus, baby. And she says, you know, I'm the key to breaking the curse. I'm the reason that Klaus is here. If I don't stop him, he's going to hurt people. And then Elijah says, there's a possibility this elixir won't work. I don't want to mislead you. Which... Makes me think that Elijah actually does think it could because or else he wouldn't tell her. I definitely think he believes this could work. I think he knows it's iffy. He's like, I got this 500 years ago. It wasn't sure then either. I definitely trust him with this elixir. I'm more concerned about whether or not the elixir will work. Like, I think he's like, this is my only thing to maybe make the doppelganger live. Take it or leave it. And Elena's kind of like, yeah, I know that. Like, I kind of figured. Um, And Elena says, yeah, I know the chance I'm taking. Elsewhere, Jenna like says, get out. And so Elena and Elijah go to investigate and she is pointing a crossbow at Rick. And he says, no, it's really me. I promise. I promise. That's what a person in your body would say, too. Yeah. So Damon and Stefan and everybody, they all converge on him. And Rick says, it's really me. Klaus, let me go. And Damon says, prove it. Alaric says to Jenna, the first night we spent together, Jeremy walked in just when I, so we can assume when he was about to um, orgasm, which is... Quite unfortunate timing by Jeremy. That's That sounds like him. And Jenna confirms that it's a lurk based on that story. He had to come up with something quick. And Stefan says, hey, why did Klaus let you go? And Rick says, well, I'm here to deliver a message. The, the sacrifice happens tonight. And they're like, yeah, we kind of figured, but thanks for telling us. They're like, okay, yeah, it's the full moon tonight. Oh, Elijah's awake, did we tell you? <laughs> so then we go over to the hospital. Carol wakes up in her hospital bed looking a little worse for wear. And Tyler is there looking out the window. They're really happy to see each other. They hug. It's very sweet. He is so cute. His hair is spikier than ever. He's in a, a leather jacket, of course, because he's a werewolf now. And he's very cute. I knew he was going to come back, but it. I was so happy. So then we go over to the grill. Matt is bussing, whatever he's doing his job. And Caroline comes up behind him and he basically goes, ah! And basically screams in her face. And she says, oh, uh, you want to hang out? And he says, I'm literally working. 
She says, okay, well, I have to run some errands, but I'll come back when you go to lunch. And he says, cool, bye. And she leaves and Matt immediately sits down with the sheriff. The sheriff says, does she suspect anything? And Matt says, no. But here's the thing. I've been with her the last few days and I'm putting on the best show of my life, which is crazy because he's been screaming every time she approaches. That is the best show of his life, unfortunately. (laughs) He's not the best talent to work with. Yeah. Um, And he says, either Caroline is also putting on the best show of her life or she's the same old Caroline. I wonder which it is. Yeah, Matt's like, either she's a really good actress or her being a vampire didn't fundamentally change every single thing about her. And it's a toss up, baby. (laughs) And the sheriff says, no, she's not the same. She's a vampire. And Matt says, at this point, I don't know what that means. Matt's like, look, I got to level with you. I'm real overwhelmed. It's like, I'm quite lost. It's like, you're giving me a lot of information and I just really want to hang out with a girlfriend. Also, like, Sheriff, how much time have you spent with your daughter since you figured this out? Well, she's scared of her. Yeah, but still, it's like, well, how can you say that for sure? The sheriff says, look, Matt, this is new to you. My family was raised with this. They're monsters with no humanity. When really, we know that Liz and most likely her parents never met a vampire in their lifetime before, you know, now. So it's like, what do they actually know? You read some journals that confirmed what you were already thinking. Like, is that really research, Curly? And Matt says, there's nothing about her that makes me think that she's a monster with no humanity. But the sheriff is like 100% sure it's an act. She says, look, Damon was my closest ally and he's really a killer. And she's like, and need I remind you, Matt, that they killed your sister? What other proof do you need? I want to point out to, to Liz Forbes, like, Damon can be both of those things. Like, he's killed people in service to you multiple times. Like, even before he was a vampire, he was killing vampires for you. You were okay with it then. So it's like, it's not an either or situation, but it is fair to, she's like, look, I know I have Matt on my side because they killed your sister. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, there's that. She says, what other proof do you need? And he says, okay, same question. What other proof do you need? Why are you hesitating to do anything? And she says, well, I need more information. And it's like, okay, girl. Like what information, Liz? Like the person who's surveilling your daughter telling you she acts the same? It would be easier for her if the answer was Damon's a monster, Caroline's a monster. Everything is easy because they're all evil. And obviously that's not the case. And she's reckoning with that in real time. Yeah, I think she wanted Matt to come in and like see her kill someone. Have her be like, great, now that it's fully confirmed, because she doesn't want to kill her daughter like with no information. Maybe the sheriff honestly wanted Matt to be killed. Yeah, I think she's like, okay, if she kills Matt, then I'll kill her. Like, at least then I know. Yeah, she's like, well, he's a, he's a freebie. It's not like anyone's going to come looking for me. <laughs> Which is, you know, he's Sad. not the worst person to sacrifice. If he could be used in a sacrifice, it would really work out very well because he would just disappear and everyone would be like, oh, remember Matt? Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> and the sheriff says, you know, despite everything, Caroline still appears to be my daughter. She still seems like my daughter. It's because she is. And so then Matt takes a nice creative spin and he says, well, Damon's the real problem. Let's focus on him. And the sheriff doesn't like that because she's friends with Damon, even though she doesn't want to admit it. So she says, you know, Matt, I really shouldn't have involved you in this. I'll take it from here. And then she leaves. Yeah, like she doesn't want anyone to go straight up kill any of them because she is starting to realize, like, there are some gray areas here. Exactly. So then we go over to the Salvatore house. They're talking to Alaric about what life was like while he was uh, Rick Klaus. And Alaric says, you know, it was like I blacked out and woke up three days later. But I do remember Catherine was there. And Stefan says, yeah, 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 we know that. She's under compulsion, but she has Vervain. So she's working on it, but she can't leave till Klaus says so. 
And Jen is just sitting here listening to all of this. And Elena says, hey, where did Damon go? And Jenna says, oh, uh, he went upstairs. So Elena goes and Rick's like, so what else I do? And so as essentially, I'm sure Stefan and Jenna are giving Rick a recap of all this. Elena goes up to Damon's room where he is staring out the window forlornly. And she says, hey, you disappeared. And he says, I don't want to hear anymore. He's throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum. Yeah, he's being a little bit of a baby right now, but that is kind of his MO. And Elena says, look, I want you to understand why I'm doing this. And he says, well, why? Because obviously you don't care what I think. And Elena says, listen, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to drink the elixir and Bonnie will kill Klaus and it'll all be over. And Damon says, look, I just want to remind you, we don't actually know the elixir will work. You don't actually know that that's going to work. You think it will and you want it to. Am I the only one who's convinced that maybe it won't? There has to be like some other way around this. And Elena says, I don't really think there is. And I think Elena like knows that it pro- like it might not work, but she isn't really like fully internalizing that. And I think that's what Damon is picking up on that. He's like, because I think Elena's like, I just want to get this over with, like get rid of this stress. The elixir is what I have. And she's kind of like, if I die, I die. But I don't think she's really like coming to terms with like what would happen if she dies, because if she dies, she just dies doesn't really matter. I don't think it's really sunken in what's actually happening. And I think she kind of likes it that way. It's easy to go in and protect everyone. If you're like, I might come back, you know, this might kind of work out. But Damon's like, I actually don't want, like, he's doing the same thing Elena is doing for Bonnie. He's like, I don't want you to die for all of us. Yeah. Everyone is like, maybe I'll die for someone. And then everyone else is like, no, don't. That's this whole season. Elena's definitely in a little bit of denial because Damon says, you'll die. And Elena says, yeah, but I'll come back to life. And Elena's willing to take that risk, but Damon isn't. And she says like, hey, at the end of the day, it's my life. It's my choice. And he says, you know, I can't lose you. And she says, you won't. And they have a moment where they're like really looking deeply into each other's eyes. It looks like they're about to kiss. Delena stands. We are about to eat tonight. But then she starts to leave. And then Damon takes matters into his own hands. Damon runs really fast, off to by the door and makes her drink his blood. And she is not happy about this immediately. Here's the thing. Damon is like, look, you don't have enough information to make the right decision for yourself. I'm helping you along. And Stefan is like, Elena can make her own decisions. These are the two sides. Here's the thing about this is I remember when I was first watching this season, like halfway through, I was like, if she has to die, why don't they just give her some vampire blood? Like, she'll come back to life. I assumed that they couldn't give her vampire blood because then, like, the sacrifice wouldn't work because then she, like, wasn't functionally a doppelganger. But it seems like she still would be. Or, like, if he has to drink all the blood, maybe Klaus would drink the vampire blood before she could turn. Yeah. But this didn't seem like, you know, this seems like a path to do this in which she definitely wakes up after. Yeah. As a different creature, but she wakes up. I think this is one of those things of like, she doesn't really want to be a vampire, but Damon's like, I don't want you to die. And I don't think you're understanding that. So I need to make sure you don't die. Yeah. And I mean, I know that if I were in this situation, I'd be like, just give me some vampire blood. Yeah. It's the problem. <laughs> Especially like if it had just been watching like Vicky and all these really rough vampire transitions, I can see being like, I don't really want to, but it's probably the best path. But after watching Caroline handle it with such grace, I'd be like, you know what? I have a team to help me through this. Jenna knows about everything now. Like everyone knows about everything. Like this is just practical. So Stefan runs upstairs and pushes Damon away. And he says, hey, what did you do? And Damon says, well, I saved your life. 
He says, you know, if Elena is so hell bent on dying, at least this way, I know she'll come back. And Stefan says, yeah, as a vampire. And Damon says, yeah, better than nothing, to which I agree. And Stefan is really pissed off that he took the choice away from her. And Elena's upset, too. And Damon says, go ahead. Wish me an eternity of misery. Believe me, you'll get over it. And I don't know if you noticed this. I just noticed this on this watch through. That's a little throwback to a line in season one. Right after the boys turned, Damon wished Stefan an eternity of misery and he got over it. I did clock that because Stefan very much is like, how could you make this choice for her? Like essentially saying like you got forced into it. How could you make someone do the same thing? And Damon's like, I got over it. She'll get over it. Maybe it'll take her 200 years, but she'll still be alive. So Stefan starts to fight him because also there's this added layer of Stefan took the choice away from Damon, kind of. Yeah. Then Damon says to Stefan, admit it. You just wish you had the balls to do it yourself. And Stefan fights back hard because Damon's right. Stefan does wish he had the balls to do it himself. Yeah, Stefan didn't want to kill, didn't want Elena to die, obviously. But he is so caught up in his pure of heart, selfless behavior that he's like, she can do whatever she wants. But he knew deep down that she might die because of that. And he can see this as an act of love by Damon as like, he doesn't want to lose her bad enough that he would like take away her choice and like hurt her in the short term to keep her in the long term. You know, it's a different type of showing love. Stefan would not have done this, but he's like, I think Stefan is also thankful for this. And we'll get to this more when he talks to Lane about this, that he's kind of like, you know, if he's a vampire. Cool. I get to be with her forever, but he wouldn't have chosen this. And that does make him self-conscious. Eventually, the fight ends because Damon stakes Stefan in the stomach and owie, Stefan does not seem to take it well. They were fighting a whole bunch with a piece of wood nearby. And I was like, someone clear that out of the way, Elena, you know? (laughs) But no, Elena was in the corner just crying about having vampire blood in her system. Yeah. And Elena tells Damon to get out. At this point, Jenna and Alaric finally come to investigate. And Elena tells Rick to get rid of Damon. He does. Alaric tells Jenna to go get blood bags from the basement. And Elena pulls the stake out and Stefan just says to Elena, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever. He's not pleased with how that went down. So Damon comes downstairs where Elijah is packing up the elixir. And Elijah says, I guess you won't be needing this anymore because the vampire blood rendered it useless. Sure. Again, can't hurt to drink it anyway. I yeah, mean, you're not going to need it ever again. But does it make it poison? Yeah, you can't save it for later. Yeah, literally. So, but who am I? See, th- this is my personal strategy. I'm just loading up. Yeah. I'm layering. I'm, Vampire I'm, blood. Elixir. Yeah. Ring. Other ring. Anything and everything. I'll wear a daylight ring just to see. I'll take some vitamin B12, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to work, baby. <laughs> and Elijah says, I'll be back before nightfall. Everything's going to proceed as planned. And Damon says, you know, we both know that elixir wouldn't have worked anyway. And Elijah says, you know, the problem is, Damon, you talk a good game, but you don't actually know anything. Yeah, it's like you don't know it wouldn't. Which may be true, but also you don't know it would have worked either. (laughs) But to be fair, here's the thing. Damon doesn't know that Elijah told Elena this might not work and that Elena's aware of that. Yeah. Elijah's like, I know it might not work. Elena still made the decision anyway, but he's not going to tell Max what's the point now. Instead, Elijah decides to cut a little deeper. He says, you know, she'll never forgive you. And never for a vampire is a very long time. And that is one thing that Damon is definitely scared of because he's under the belief that she'll get over it eventually. 
he had to do what he had to do but elijah saying this makes him like doubt that at least and so that's yeah you can see he starts to feel a little bit of remorse regret whatever you want to call it and elijah like just is kind of like look i want to kill klaus you guys are all fighting real hard for this girl he was like i didn't even want to fight this hard for Catherine." he was like you know i tried to save her but still And so then we go upstairs. Stefan drinks a bunch of blood and he's healing and he thanks Jenna and Rick and they leave Stefan and Elaine alone in the hallway. Rick tells Jenna, you know, I know it's a lot to take in. I try to protect you, but I should have known you could handle it. And she says, can I? Which is a good question because clearly she's not been handling it well so far. Yeah. She's like, you know what? You actually kind of made a a good point by not telling me. (laughs) Yeah. I actually wish I could go back to when I didn't know this. And Rick says, well, you just did handle it. Which, okay. It's like, I just grabbed a blood bag. I mean, I I did the bare minimum there. <laughs> but I guess you're right. And then Rick says, you know, I know we have a lot to talk about. And she says, you know what? I'm glad you're okay. I should have said that already. They kiss. Happy for them. This happiness. We'll see how long it lasts. Isn't that always the way? Yeah. <laughs> it so- is good for Jenna because at least he lied about he lied for a good reason. Yes. He wasn't lying because he was like still in love with his ex-wife. He was lying because it was a lot of information. And Jenna's probably like, okay, like I can't really be mad at him for this. Yeah, like this makes sense. Like I get why he lied. And then Elena asks Stefan, like, how could Damon do that to me? And why? And Stefan says, you know, we've never talked about this before, what it means, you know, you're turning into a vampire. And Elena says, it doesn't matter. And Stefan says, well, you know, it does. And then Stefan says, you know what? I want you to go somewhere with me just for the day. We'll be back by night. It's not going to cause any trouble. And she says, sure, whatever. She's like, well, what else am I going to do? Cry all day? Why not? Yeah. So then we go back to the hospital. Carol's asleep. Tyler takes one final look at her and he goes to the hallway, runs into Jules. And Tyler's like, hey, what are you doing here? And Jules says, I could ask you the same thing. I told you not to come. And Tyler's like, it's my fucking mom, dude. He's like, my mom's in the hospital. And Jules says, okay, I understand that. But we have to get out of here and lock ourselves up before the full moon tonight. While they're trying to get to the car, they run into Caroline. And Jules says, okay, I'll give you two just a few minutes. And honestly, you should have given him less, mama. Yeah, you should have just taken Tyler and Rand, sweetie. Yeah. She said, you guys can have a few minutes. I'm getting in my car and going. Yeah. Said, you can get your own ride, Tyler. Yeah. And so Jules leaves. And Tyler says, you know, Jules just wants to make sure I'm safe. And Caroline's like, oh, you guys friends now? And Tyler says, well, she's been helping me. I don't know many werewolves. I kind of need all the help I can get. Yeah, he's like, I'm kind of just by myself out here. And all her friends died. So she doesn't really have anything else to do. And so they kind of have a little awkward conversation. He says, so how are you? And she says... I was just here to check on Carol. And he says, yeah, she's okay. She's hanging in there. He's ha- And then she's like, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm hanging in there. And they share some longing looks. But then Tyler's like, well, me and Jules really have to hit the road. And Caroline's like, you're leaving again? And Tyler says, yeah, I left for a reason. And she says that he didn't give her an explanation or a goodbye. And what Tyler could say here is like, well, you were very mad at me and I didn't want to talk to you then because I was deeply in love with you and you were obsessed with Matt. But instead, what Tyler says is, take care of yourself. And he tries to leave. Yeah. As he's trying to leave, Caroline gets one of those witch aneurysm things. And then pretty soon after that, so does Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's like, that's weird. And then he immediately goes to the ground, too. They were right to do uh, Caroline first, because if they had done Tyler first, there's a chance Caroline might have ran away. She probably wouldn't have, but she could have been like, (laughs) yeah. And we find out it's from Maddox and Greta who take them. 
So that's not good. Yeah. So we go back over to the grill. Matt is calling Caroline because he expected her to come back and he really wants to talk to her. And then Matt clocks Damon coming in and sitting at the bar because, as we know, Damon is now Matt's public enemy number one, even though Damon doesn't even know Matt's name. And this is a dangerous game for Matt. I thought he was going to be stupid enough to, like, try to kill Damon or something. I mean, he'll lose and it won't be close. And Alaric joins Damon at the bar. They order drinks and Damon's like, you know, I screwed up. And Alaric's like, yeah, you did. And then Klaus approaches them at the bar. He's like, hey, guys. He says, hey, guys, why so glum? And and they look and they're like, okay. Yeah, and Damon (laughs) says, Klaus, I presume. And Klaus says, in the flesh. Thanks for the loner body. He is just having fun with it. Damon says, is there some reason you came here to say hi? And Klaus says, you know, I've been told that you and your brother fancy my doppelganger. And I just wanted to remind you not to do anything you're going to regret. And Damon said, too fucking late, buddy. <laughs> Damon said, where were you 20 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Should have come back to my house. <laughs> yeah. Damon says, thanks for the advice. Hey, crazy question. Could I maybe talk you into a postponement? He's got to try. Yeah. And Klaus says, you're kidding. And then he turns to Rick and says, he's kidding, right? And Alaric says, no, not really. Yeah, Alaric's like, he's, he's certainly not at all. <laughs> and Damon gives it the right spin. He says, hey, in the grand scheme, what's one month? Which is true, but Klaus also knows that a lot can change in a month. People can be saved in a day. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I would like to just get this over with, though. Yeah. Like, I'm already here. Now you've seen my face. Yeah, I'm, first of all, I'm in the birthplace of the doppelganger. I don't want to stay in this town forever. Yeah, he's like, this town is not that interesting, this one restaurant. And you're all here, all the time. And it's exceedingly easy to find you. <laughs> yeah. And Klaus says, you know, I have my vampire. I have my werewolf. I have everything I need. It's happening tonight. So if you want to live to see tomorrow, don't screw it up. Pretty simple advice. That is promptly ignored. Yeah, it's promptly ignored. Damon sits back at the bar with Rick and Rick says, hey, you're going to screw it up, aren't you? (laughs) And Damon says, hey, you think if I get the werewolf out of the equation, she'll get over the fact that I tried to turn her into a vampire? And Alaric says, well, I don't think it'll really matter because you'll be dead. And Damon says, yeah, but I'll have bought her a month. And Alaric says, yeah, again, you'll be dead, though. Alaric is the voice of reason here. <laughs> no one ever listens to Alaric and you know what they should. Yeah. So then we go to the woods. Stefan says he's taking Elena for a surprise. And to me, it seems like the surprise is hiking in jeans. But okay, yeah. <laughs> not a good surprise. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's my potential last day alive. I'm sitting. And even if I do want to go on a hike, I'm putting on leggings. Let me change clothes. Or, and I, I think I'll say this multiple times through this, I'm happy to go on a hike. If Stefan carries me and runs really fast, so I can feel like I'm flying. I want to be a little spider monkey. Yeah. If I'm going to be a vampire at the end of the night, I'm ruining all of my human organs. Liver, done. Yeah. Stomach, overexpanded. <laughs> so then, you know, Elena says, hey, I'm not a vampire yet. My legs still get tired. <laughs> and Stefan says, hey, you ready to discuss how you feel about all of this? Okay, Dr. Stefan Freud. She's like, okay, just because I made a joke about my legs being tired doesn't mean I'm ready to unpack this. Yeah. She said, you know, this morning I was wondering if I was going to live or die. And now I'm going to be a vampire. So I'm really not sure how I'm feeling. And they come across a CGI waterfall. And Stefan says, I think you do know how you feel. And it's okay if you tell me. Because obviously he's like, obviously you don't want to be a vampire. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you say that. Yeah, he's like, obviously you didn't choose to become a vampire right now you're probably not thrilled about it i did see you cry and scream yeah like 
you allowed to say that to me? And Elena says, I can't talk about it. And Stefan says, hey, we don't have to. Today's about you, but it's a long way to the top. So who knows what might come up? Did he get a therapy degree? What's he doing? Yeah. And Elena's like, we're walking to the top. Yeah. She says, excuse me, we're climbing. Can't you do like your little superpower jump? And he says, no, it's your last day as a human. Like, why cheat now? And this charms her. Me? I'd be like, fuck no. Take me to the grill. I'm pounding shots. I'm sorry. I'm not doing this today. I want to be like a little dog the day before I'm getting put down. I am eating a porterhouse. I am having a cake. I am wearing a cute little outfit. And then I'll die tonight. Yeah. And that's that. So then we go over to Alaric's apartment, which is still Klaus's like home base and Catherine's dungeon, even though Alaric is back. <laughs> so Alaric's just kind of like, okay, I guess I'll stay at the south door. Like, I guess I won't come home for a few days. <laughs> so Alaric does come home and Catherine says, look who's dumb enough to come back. And Alaric said, well, someone had to invite him in. And he says, hey, Damon, you want to come in? And Damon does go in. And Catherine says, hey, you trying to get me killed? And Damon says, I gave you Vervain. I'm here to collect. And then he says, Rick, you need to leave. Only one of us needs to get blamed for this. Go to the house. Make sure Elena doesn't hand herself over. This is nice of Damon, too, to be like, look, Klaus is going to kill someone for this. Let's make sure it's just me. Yeah. And so Damon says, hey, where's Klaus keeping his werewolf? Because if I kill the werewolf, I can delay the ritual. And Catherine says, if you interfere, Klaus will kill you and everyone you've ever met. Damon says, I just want to delay it. I don't want to cancel it. Well, this is funny. He says, if I kill the wolf, and I was like, wait, kill? Because at this point, I knew it was Tyler. And I was like, just save him. And Damon says, you should like the fact that I'm postponing it. It'll buy you another month of your life. And Catherine says, yeah, except I'm not the vampire who's getting sacrificed. She's like, (laughs) she like loves to tell people that. He's like, I weaseled my way out of that one, buddy. Damon says, excuse me? And Catherine says, he's got Caroline Forbes and Tyler Lockwood, so I'm in the clear. And Damon says, hey, where'd he get that idea? And Catherine says, I'm just trying to stay alive long enough to get out of here, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, she said, look, this was my original plan. I simply told him it was a possibility. And here I am. She was like, I had to do what I had to do, buddy. Yeah. She's like, I have never said I care about Tyler and Caroline. If you assumed that, that's on you. And Damon tries a new spin. He says, what if I told you Elena has vampire blood in her system? Imagine how fun it will be to compete with Elena for Stefan's love for eternity. And Catherine says, what? Yeah, Catherine's like, are you fucking kidding? She was supposed to die tonight. Catherine has been so excited thinking Elena was going to be dead tonight. She's like, now she's going to be a fucking vampire. She was honestly happy Elena was going to die regardless. And then she got out of being the vampire sacrifice. She was like, oh, my God, this shit is amazing. This is a win-win for me. And now Elena's going to live and be a vampire. She's like, you've got a joke. She said, fuck this. And she said, "Okay, Klaus has them in the tomb. To be fair, Damon should have just checked the tomb and saved this favor to be cashed in another time. But whatever. The tomb is a pretty obvious one. But hey, yeah, you might as well first check the tomb and the Lockwood cellar. The two places, you know, people can be locked up. Yes. So then we go over to the tomb. Caroline and Tyler wake up. They're chained to the wall, but they're chained in good enough. They can't really get out. They can't like pull it with their strength. I think, you know, Caroline's been vervained. I'm sure they gave Wolfsbane to Tyler, whatever, whatever. Yeah, enough to weaken them that they can't immediately pull the chain. Klaus didn't bring them down there, so he couldn't compel them to stay in. Yeah. Tyler says, hey, who were those witches? And Caroline's like, oh, I'm I, I'm guessing they're with Klaus. And Tyler says, who the hell is Klaus? Yeah, she's like, okay, here we go. She says, oop. So how um, do you have to explain this to? 
She said, well, I have bad news. <laughs> you shouldn't have come back to town. Yeah, this was a bad idea for you to be here. You, you got duped, my guy. <laughs> and so then we go back over to the waterfall. Elena says, I guess I'll have to get Bonnie to make me a daylight ring. I'll never be able to watch Bambi again. So she's starting to like sink in a little bit to the idea that she might be a vampire tomorrow. Like kind of make jokes, think about the easy logistics. Like, yeah. Warm herself up. And Elena says, hey, what's the best part of being a vampire? And he says, you know, you feel like you can do anything. Pretty things are prettier. Everything is heightened. Good feelings are stronger, blah, blah, blah. Elena says, what's the worst? And Stefan says, well, you know what the worst is. And she says, aside from the blood, Stefan says, you know, anger becomes rage. Sadness is despair. Grief and loss can cripple you. That's why people turn off their emotions. It's too overwhelming. Hey, can you lighten up? Yeah, like Stefan... She knows this, she's heard it, and I know she's asking you, but it's the last day. Maybe be like, yeah, you know, it takes a while to settle into these intense feelings, but, you know, you just feel things really strongly, and it's great. You don't even have to say great. You can say, like, you get used to it. Yeah, and then he makes it sound even worse. He says, you know, for a while for me, the good wasn't worth the bad. And Elena says, well, how long before you learn to handle both? And he says, I'm still trying every day. And she says, you're 200 years old, Stefan. What do you mean you're still trying? Can you just lie today? Can you just lie today? Just today. She knows that it's going to be hard for her. She knows that. But can't you just let her deal with the bad stuff tomorrow and say like, oh, it's happy. Yeah, just be like, yeah, you know, like some days I still feel really sad, but most days I... I can focus on the positives. I'm an optimist kind of guy. And loving you has made that so much easier for me. And then tomorrow when she wakes up as a vampire, say, okay, here's the tea, honeybee. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Hey, this is going to suck for a little bit. It, it really will. I lied to you yesterday. Yeah, I lied. It's, it's really rough. I think you knew that when I lied. I think you could tell I was lying. Yeah, I think you were aware, but I had to do it. It was your last day. So time to suck it up. And so Stefan says, okay, any other questions? And she says, let's just keep going. We're not even halfway to the top. It's like, boy, you really brought the mood down. She was in a good mood. He wants her to cry, though. He wants her to get it out. Yeah, he wants her to really go in feeling unburdened, I guess. Because he was like, well, if Damon did all this for you already, I better do something now. So then we go over to Alaric's apartment. Catherine is making some coffee when Klaus returns. And he says, hey, what have you been doing? Because he has, he senses a weird energy. Yeah, he senses something's off. Yeah, he says, what have you been doing? And she says, I've been making coffee. And then he chokes her and compels her to ask her again what she's been doing. She says, making coffee. She says, making coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So he lets her go. And then he says, wait, take off your bracelet. And she does. And he says, now I want you to walk over to the window and stand in the sunlight so you'll burn. So obviously he has a suspicion that somehow she has broken his compulsion. So he just wants to make sure she hasn't. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to do that, but I got to. Yeah. So she walks over. She's very calm. She stands in the sun and burns for a little bit. He lets her go for a while. Because he wants to make sure she doesn't just burn and jump out of the sun and be like, okay, I'm done. Okay, fine. You got me. Yeah. You need to be hurting for a little bit. So I know. And then he says, okay. You can go. That's enough. Then he says, guess I was wrong. Anyway, I need you to do something for me. And we don't know what it is right away, but we find out later what it was. 
So then we go over to the woods by the tomb. Damon's walking around and Maddox says, oh, are you here to save the blonde or the wolf? And Damon's like, oh, hey. And Maddox says, did you really think Klaus would leave them unprotected? And Damon says, yeah, wishful thinking, I guess. Yeah, he was like, I was I was hoping for it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Maddox doesn't do the aneurysm right away, which gives Damon enough time to like tackle and choke Maddox, but not enough time to get him completely knocked out. So Maddox does do a little toss in the aneurysm thing. Things aren't looking good for Damon. And then Maddox mysteriously gets shot. And we look up and who is it? But Matt Donovan, you know, he had to do something useful at some point. Exactly. He had to stumble into it. And then Damon snaps Maddox's neck for good pleasure. And Damon says, hey, what are you doing to Matt? And Matt says, where is Caroline? Because I don't know if Matt thinks that like Damon kidnapped Caroline. I think he just followed Damon and like because he clearly heard enough to know he should shoot this guy, too. He clearly knew enough to not shoot Damon right away. So very little stress that you just shot a dude, Matt, but okay. Yeah. And then Damon says, you know, it's not a good time to play the hero. And Matt threatens Damon with his gun, which it it needs to be said. This is a pretty big gun for a 17 year old to just get. Where did he get this? It's the middle of Virginia. I assume his family is hunters or he somehow got it from... Well, he must have gotten the bullets from the sheriff at the minimum. So maybe the sheriff was like, you should have this to be protected. Oh, sure. Or like got it from deputy. Who knows? These deputies aren't exactly our finest. Yeah. But it is funny because he like cocks the gun at Damon. And though there are wooden bullets in there, so it is more of a threat. It's kind of like, okay, it's a gun though. Like that's not that serious to him, which like Matt would have no way of knowing that. Well, Matt would need to like aim it perfectly at Damon's heart to kill him. Yeah. Not to say he couldn't, but. You You can kill with a wooden bullet. It's well, it's the same uh, as a steak. I guess I thought you just needed more wood. It's just teeny tiny. I think yeah. you probably could. I I don't think it's something we ever see on the show, but I think because it's hard to do. It's yeah, I think the rules dictate that you could. OK, I guess maybe you need more wood because I think sometimes you there's people who get like a little piece of wood near their heart. Maybe it just needs to hit like right in the right place. And it's yeah. like a very specific spot. So it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Maybe either way. And Matt wouldn't know enough to know do that. that because also Matt, given how people act on the show, probably would want to ask Damon like, hey, why'd you kill Vicky? So he wouldn't really go for the kill shot. Yeah. And Matt asks what that guy did to Caroline. And Damon says, I'm just here to rescue her. And then before Matt can get another word in edgewise, Damon takes Matt's gun and knocks him out with it pretty violently. It's fair. I mean, Matt was only going to slow everyone down here. Yeah. And Damon says, you know, you're lucky I already screwed up once today or you'd be dead. Damn it. (laughs) You're so so close. close. The thing is, people die really easily on this show. But because of how much I can't stand Matt, I am not even concerned he's going to die. Like, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. We'll see. So as Matt is knocked out, Damon looks at the bullets and clocks that they are indeed wooden. And he's like, that's weird. So Matt knows something. So then we go down to the tomb. Tyler and Caroline are catching up. Caroline has now told Tyler that the sun and the moon curse is fake. That's actually a curse on Klaus. That he has to do the sacrifice for himself, blah, blah, blah. And Tyler says, oh, so do you think that's why they grabbed us? So that they could kill us? And Caroline's like, yeah. Duh, that's why I told you that story. Yeah, why would I be telling you this? And Tyler says, you know, the whole time I was gone, Jules was kind of helping me like come to terms with being a werewolf. But I guess none of that matters anymore. 
Yeah, because before Tyler would have been like, it's okay if I die, I don't want to turn anymore. But I would like the curse to, you know, be undone because I don't want to turn anymore. But he has to turn regardless. So he's like, well, just kill doesn't me. really matter what I've come to terms with. Yeah. And Caroline says, hey, why didn't you say goodbye? And Tyler says, you want to talk about this now? And Caroline says, yeah, if we're going to die. I mean. Yeah, she's like, we're about to die. When else would we talk about this? And she says, why'd you leave me? And Tyler says, I knew that you hated me. And I thought you deserved better than someone like me in your life. And Matt is better than you, Tyler. And she says, look, I was hurt. I thought you turned your back on me when I needed you, but I could never hate you, Tyler. Ooh la la. The fireworks, they are small, but they're starting to fly. But then Damon comes in. We got to get back to the storyline. Yeah. Can't get a good kiss. And, you know, Tyler, that little look he gave her, that little smile, I felt that that deep down. So Damon comes in and he starts undoing Caroline's chains. He helps getting her free. And Damon says, hey, you know, your boyfriend's outside with a rifle full of wooden bullets. So you have some explaining to do. And Caroline says, Matt? And Tyler says, you told Matt? And Caroline says, no. She's like, he doesn't know as far as I understand. And Damon says, you know what? That's tomorrow's problem. And so Damon starts to go with Caroline. And Caroline's like, oh, no, I'm not leaving without Tyler. And Damon smartly clocks that it is a full moon and that is a werewolf. Yeah. And Damon says, um, okay, how quickly can you like get out of here? It's starting to get dark. And Tyler says, I'll go to my family's cellar to lock myself up. And Caroline offers her help. And I am begging the two of you to go at least one town over. Yeah. Why are you going to save Mystic Falls right now? Yeah, you can. I'm sure there's somewhere else to lock yourself up. Run away. Yeah. And Damon says, don't let me regret this as he lets Tyler out. He will. (laughs) So then we get we go back to the mountain. Stefan and Elena made it to the top. And Stefan says, you know, I climbed Mount Everest. Okay. But again, you're a vampire. How much was of that was jumping? Must have been really fucking easy for you, buddy. And Elena says, well, no one likes a bragger. And they enjoy the view and the sunset. And Stefan says, you know, you can say it, the thing you want to say, but you're afraid of how it'll make me feel. And she knows what he's referring to. But she says, you know, no matter what, it's not going to change anything. And Stefan says, well, you know, it might make you feel better. Like, I know this isn't the first time you've thought about drinking vampire blood to survive. I've thought about it a hundred times. And she says, did you think about this before all this with Klaus? And he says, yeah, of course I did. He's like, yeah, I'm a vampire. It's kind of weird that I'm dating a human teenager. Like, I've I've considered it. (laughs) And he says, listen, if it were my choice, I'd want to be with you forever. And she says, why haven't you ever brought it up? And he says, I knew that if it was an option, you would bring it up. It would be selfish of me, too. And he hasn't brought it up directly, but it has been, like, floated. In what way? He's always been like, oh, what's our future going to look like? Like all this stuff. Like he's kind of like he's been sussing it out. No, but he's never brought up like, I want you to turn into a vampire. Oh, yeah. He's never like said that, but he's tried to figure out where her head's at, even though he knows she would have said it. He's he's kind of asked occasionally like, hey, like just checking in or like, hey, like I think haven't there been other times where she's had vampire blood and I don't think so. I don't know. Or may, I think when Caroline turned to, he was kind of like, how are you feeling about like watching this happen? Like not really asking, but kind of sussing it out. Yeah. I, but he's never asked this. He's never like told her this directly before. Yeah. And he says, you know, it would have been selfish for me to bring it up. And she says, well, that didn't stop Damon. And Stefan says, yeah, you're right. Damon should not have done what he did, but he did it because he loves you. 
And Elena says, yeah, but him doing this to me means he doesn't really know what love is. And honestly, I don't know if I do either. She's like, and actually, maybe I don't even know. (laughs) I think you can make the argument that this isn't love because he's not giving her this option the way that Stefan is kind of letting her be herself. But there's also the argument that like, would you rather someone let you be yourself or let you die? Like, yeah, I think you can make an argument for each one. And then this really is where Elena starts to break down. She says, I'm 17. I'm not supposed to know any of this yet. I know that I love you, Stefan, but the future, our lives together, those were things that I thought we would have to deal with later that would come up later. I was supposed to be able to grow up and decide if I wanted to have kids and decide if I wanted to start a family and grow old. I was supposed to have a lifetime of choices and that's all over. Yeah, and it was like very abrupt. It was right under the surface. It was bubbling. Yeah, she was ready to believe that the elixir would bring her back. And she'd be like, great, I still have time to deal with this. I don't have to make this choice right now. And now it's like, well, now not only did I, like, was I forced into making a choice right now, but I also didn't pick the choice. And again, Nina Dobrev Emmy win. Yes, Nina Dobrev is giving a performance in this scene and she should have won an Emmy for it. And Stefan says- You can say it. And she says, I don't want to be a vampire. I've never wanted to be a vampire. And he says, that's okay. And they hug. And it's like, well, it's also okay because it's like, well. It's good for her to get it off her chest and admit it and not just like sit in denial where she's been sitting for like all of season two. It started early on, even when she met Lexi, that Lexi was like, yeah, someday you're probably going to have to turn like if you want to be with him. And so she's had it in the back of her mind. That was always something that she thought like, someday I'm going to have to make that call. But she thought she had at least a couple more years. Well, she thought she would be able to make that call like on her own terms and it wouldn't be, you know, encouraged by a sacrifice that's happening. But that's wishful thinking, honey. We're in it now. Yeah, that she was like, I wanted to make these decisions as they came. And unfortunately, they came really quick. Like, that's just the way it went down. Like, the timing was bad for you. So then we go back to the woods It is dark and the full moon is out as our team gets out of the tomb, Damon and Tyler and Caroline and Matt wakes up and Caroline like looks at Matt and she says, Hey, Damon, did you hit him? And Damon's like, yes. And Damon's (laughs) like, didn't you hear? He has a gun full of wooden bullets. You got to give it to Matt. He just kind of rolls with the punches from here. He doesn't really rock the boat. He's like, okay, I don't want to get hit again. I'll just walk with y'all. Yeah, I'll keep my mouth (laughs) shut. And then Tyler looks at the moon and starts like groaning. And he's like, oh, it's starting. And Damon tells Caroline to grab Boy Wonder and let's get going. And I'm assuming Matt is Boy Wonder in this case. Yeah. So they go back over to the Salvador house. Stefan and Elena pull up in his little red car. Elena thanks him for the day. They kind of like have a romantic moment. And they look up and Klaus is just in the driveway. And Klaus is like, I've been waiting. Klaus says, you guys made me nervous. I was worried you did something stupid. And then he says, hey, uh, you ready, Elena? And she says, yeah, I am. And Stefan says, no. And Klaus says, okay, I wouldn't. There's really no reason for you to die to. Yeah, suddenly Stefan doesn't want to let her make the choice when it really came down to it. And Elena says, no, I'll go. And she looks at Stefan and she said, no one needs to get hurt. There's no reason for you to get hurt. And she's right. There's no reason for her to go get sacrificed and him get killed because he wouldn't let her go because she's going to get sacrificed either way. Well, that's the thing. Either he lets her go and she gets sacrificed or he doesn't let her go. Klaus kills him and she gets sacrificed. Like, <laughs> so it's kind of like you got to get over it, buddy. Yeah. Um, they kiss. She says, I love you. He says, I love you. They kiss again. Stefan glares at Klaus, but then he looks back at Elena. She tells him to close his eyes. He does. She leaves. When he opens his eyes, they're gone. 
it's really a sad shot when he opens his eyes and he looks and he's just by himself by his car. It really breaks my little heart. Poor Stefan. And then Stefan goes inside the house and Alaric says, hey, where have you been? When I got here, the house was empty. And if you'll remember, Alaric was tasked with making sure Elena didn't hand herself over. Well, that didn't happen. He failed his job, but not through any fault of his own. Yeah. (laughs) How could they have known they were going to hike to a waterfall in jeans? She wasn't dressed for it. Yeah. like They wouldn't have thought that. So then we go back to the woods. Damon, Matt, Caroline, and Tyler are running through the woods. And Damon is like, you better not turn into a wolf right now. And Tyler's like, it's not really up to me, buddy. Tyler says, I don't know if you know this, but I'm really uh, dictated by the moon. He's like, this is maximum my third transition. I'm not particularly equipped to handle this. Damon answers a phone call from Stefan and who asks what he's doing. And Damon says, I'm saving the day. I figured you'd understand. Just tell Elena like to stay put. Don't go anywhere. And Stefan says, Damon, Elena is already gone. Klaus came and took her. Stefan's like, I hate to say this. She left like five minutes ago. <laughs> It brings me no pleasure in saying this. And Damon says, okay, I'll take care of it. So Tyler continues his transition. He says he doesn't know if he can hold it off and that they should go. But Caroline wants to stay. She says she that he has time, but he says it's happening faster. It's a lot of dilly-dallying. They really should run. But Tyler's eyes go gold and he tackles Damon. They fight a little bit, but Damon pushes Tyler off and says he's fine. Later, we'll address that. It's, yeah, it sounded like something got at least scratched during this. I was like, did he just get bit? But I, I was like, okay, well, I assume we'll know. Eventually. There was a bite sound effect for sure, but it's kind of hidden in some of the others. When you listen, you can hear it, but you don't see anything. Damon seems fine. Tyler doesn't have any blood on his mouth. So it's like, oh, okay. I must be imagining that bite sound effect. You're not. You're not. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. It's there. So then... Damon tells Matt and Caroline to lock themselves in the Lockwood cellar because if it held Tyler in, it can keep him out. And if they need to use some wooden bullets by a few seconds. So they run to the Lockwood cellar. Tyler continues to turn and Damon runs eventually to Alaric's apartment. And so we go back to Alaric's apartment where Klaus has come home and he says, hey, where's Maddox? He should be back by now. And Catherine says, I don't know. I've been here all day. Catherine's like, I can't leave. How would I know what happens to anyone? And Klaus sets up what appears to be like a nanny cam app on his like phone and iPad. Yeah. Catherine says, oh, where's Elena? And Klaus says, oh, I sent her off with Greta. And the nanny cam camera shows a woman in a fetal position moaning. We don't know who it is at that point. So I saw this and I was like, either they were smart enough to fake a security camera shot of Caroline or it's someone else. And I was like, I don't think they faked a security camera shot of Caroline. Yeah. There's no Caleb Rivers here. (laughs) Yeah. PLL reference. <laughs> and Klaus says it's almost time. And then the door bursts open and in comes Damon. And Klaus says, you know, I wasn't aware you were invited in. I was really thinking it was going to be Elijah. I was like, when is Elijah going to see Klaus? Not yet, evidently. Not yet. And Damon says, you're going to have to postpone the ritual. And Klaus says, I'm sorry, didn't we have this conversation earlier? Yeah. Klaus like, I remember saying no to that. And Damon says, yeah, but that was before I rescued your werewolf and vampire and killed your witch. <laughs> and Klaus says, excuse me? Klaus is like, are you that fucking stupid? And Damon says, you can kill me for it. I don't care. It was all me. And Klaus says, Katarina, can you give us a moment? So she walks away. And Klaus says, I've heard of you. You're a crazy, impulsive vampire and you're in love with your brother's girl. Damon's like, how many people know I'm in love with Elena? Are you kidding? He's like, is that just common knowledge? Now, I'm sure it was Catherine's information. Yeah. Still. I'm sure it's information that he 
specifically sought out and not that like Damon has a worldwide reputation for being in love with his brother's girlfriend. <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. I know. He's like, oh God, <laughs> I know I'm getting flamed in group chats left and right now. All the memes on like vampire Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> When your brother's girlfriend says hi and it's like a fainting picture of Damon. No, when it's, a, when it's when your brother's girlfriend says hi and it's like a gift from the jizz in my pants video. <laughs> and it's like gone viral, viral. He's like, oh my There's God. People like, ma- like making like edits of him to like Taylor Swift's all too well 10 minute version. There are Delana shippers <laughs> in this world. Like Delana shippers canonically exist like at this moment yeah like in like in like france and alaric is tracking it yeah alaric's like oh yeah the delana twitter is blowing up tonight you see this meme and, and damon's like are you kidding alaric's commenting on tiktok's like i actually know them in person and this is accurate <laughs> like he's doing it for clout yeah he's posting like a five part tiktok series like part one what delana is really like <laughs> like what actually happened at miss mystic falls yeah, that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> so Klaus says, you know, I knew one of you two brothers would try to stop me. No, duh. And honestly, it was a 50-50 guess who. It was 80-20. It was going to be Damon Klaus. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't know Stefan and Damon that well, but this really isn't Stefan's MO. <laughs> yeah. And so then he turns the nanny cam towards Damon and he says, you know, the nice thing about werewolves is that they tend to travel in packs. And you know what? Good. I don't give a fuck what happens to Jules. I don't want Tyler to die. I really could care less if she dies. It makes sense. It was a very long shot. She was going to make it out of this season alive. It was crazy. She made it out of the werewolf chapter alive. So it's kind of like, okay. But I want to say we haven't seen her die yet. We haven't seen her die yet. We don't know for sure. So he offers a closer look. Damon knows it's Jules. And Klaus says, you know, when you spend a thousand years trying to break a curse, you learn a thing or two. Number one. Always have a backup, a backup werewolf, a backup witch, and a backup vampire. I've got all of those covered. And at this time, kind of seems like Damon's the backup vampire because he came right to him. Makes sense. Yeah. Or maybe even Catherine. I mean, this kind of a, it seems like Damon's the backup right now, but it's like, oh, he has Catherine too, you know. At this point, he has two vampires. I mean, he's set. But two, I guess, isn't enough. (laughs) So then we arrive to the Lockwood Cellar. Caroline brings Matt inside and they start closing doors. They close the first door. Matt asks if that door will hold. Caroline says no. Yeah, decidedly no. (laughs) And then she asks Matt help with the gate. She chains them in. And then Tyler, full wolf, comes in. They can see him and he's growling. And Caroline says, hey, it's me, Caroline. Like, you know me. Remember me? Yeah, the CGI on the wolf is good. It's better than... Most other werewolf CGI we see in, we've seen in this kind of same time frame of werewolf. Yeah, I like it better than Twilight. I like it better than Teen Wolf. It gives a Tyler energy without being like, it feels like they put Tyler and a wolf in like a face morph app. Yeah. So I, I think they did a good job here. So then we go back over to Alaric's apartment. Catherine is feeding Damon blood and helping him wake up. He wakes up and he asks what happened. Catherine says, you know, Klaus went to do the ritual. And at this point, it's like, why didn't he take one of you? Why are you both here? If he went through the ritual, what are you both doing here? He needs a vampire. He needs at least one of you. He needs a vampire and he lost Caroline. So so what are you two doing here? At this point, I started to think, oh, did he go grab Stefan? Honestly, which wouldn't have been a crazy thought. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. And Catherine says, I'm sorry I had to. He would have known if I was hunting for Vane if I didn't do it. And Damon says, do what? 
Catherine says Klaus made her call her to lure her out because he needed another vampire. And Damon says, who did she call? When she said her, I was like, okay, so it's not Stefan. And I was going through my mind. It's like, who could it be? I was like, it can't be Bonnie. He still thinks Bonnie's dead. I was like, Elena's, you know, got to be there. She can't be a vampire. I was like, Caroline, I mean, is she's a vampire. busy. She's a vampire, but she's occupied. Yeah. Um, I literally, I was not guessing this. I didn't yeah. have guess. I was like, yeah. we're just gonna have to see what happens. And so then we go to the woods. Greta is, you know, leading Elena along. And Elena says, I'm guessing you're Luca's sister. Your father and your brother were looking for you. And Elena, you should also tell her that you killed them. Yeah. <laughs> and Greta says, well, they were wasting their time. I wasn't lost. And Dr. Martin and Luca are up in heaven like, oh, man. Punching the air. I do think it would have been wise, even after she said, like, well, they should have been looking for me. It doesn't matter, you know? I think it would have been wise to be like, well, good, because they're dead. Just to throw her off balance, like, throw a wrench in something. Although that's not really Elena's goal right now. I get she's kind of like, let's just get this over with. Yeah. But that would be a possible way out. Not to go all criminal minds on you, but, you know, throw the offender off balance. No, I think that's smart, is to be like, oh, that's a shame, because the last thing your dad said before he died... (laughs) Yeah, before we set him on fire. Yeah, we don't need to get to the details. Be like, oh, when he died violently. And she'd be like, who murdered him? She'd be like, well, that doesn't really matter. That's not really important. (laughs) Well, that's crazy. Klaus did. Klaus was in a box. She's like, he lied about that. No, I I saw it with my own eyes. I'm the doppelganger. I'm not allowed to lie. That's one of my powers. (laughs) Greta would be like, that doesn't sound right. But she said it so confidently. (laughs) And so then... Elena complains that she can't see anything, which it's like, okay, princess. And Greta's like, do you need to see it? You're going to die in like 10 minutes. Who cares? So Greta lights some fires and we see a body on the ground. And Elena goes up and it's Jenna. And I was like, oh, that's just mean. And she checks her pulse and there's no pulse. And Elena says, he killed her. Why? I did everything he asked. But then Jenna gasps awake and Greta says, oh, she's not dead. She's in transition. And Elena's like, no, what the fuck did Damon do? (laughs) (laughs) So then we go back over to Alaric's apartment. Damon asks Catherine, like, he asks Catherine and he kind of asks, you know, the void, whatever. He's asking the world. He says, why didn't Klaus use me? And Catherine says he couldn't. He said you were as good as dead. And Damon says, what does that mean? And Catherine says, hey, what's that on your arm? And he looks down and it's a werewolf fight. And he saw how that goes. It's not good. This is interesting because I guess like maybe you need a healthy vampire for it because maybe you take some of the energy from the vampire or whatever. I also feel like why would he kill someone who's going to die anyway? He's like, you'll die, whatever. I can get my revenge on someone. Yeah, he wants to make a splash. And so we end the episode there. So this leaves us in a big cliffhanger because based on what we see, we are meant to assume that like next episode, we are seeing the sacrifice. And we're meant to assume that pretty much everyone is in jeopardy in some way or another. Do you think the sacrifice is going to go forward as planned? That we're going to see Jules and Jenna die and Elena die and return as a vampire? So short answer, no. I don't know exactly how they're going to get out of this and how this is going to happen. I felt very strongly early on. I was like, I really don't think Elena is going to become a vampire that early. But as we know, I said that about Caroline and I can. And here we are. And and here we are. She immediately became a vampire. And I was like, you know, it's just hard to say either way. I think with Jenna in transition, I think that takes away the pressure of Elena becoming a vampire. Honestly, I think Elena and Jenna 
transitioning at the same time is unlikely to me. Again, not to say it's impossible, but I feel pretty confident that Elena will be a human for a while longer, especially because we just went through all this, like, I don't want to be a vampire. I don't want to be a vampire. I think that Mm -hmm. would be a lot for her to sort through while Jenna is in transition. I think there's a possibility that part of the sacrifice gets done, but not completed. Again, it's notable that we didn't see Elijah make contact with Klaus this episode. And Elijah, he wants to kill Klaus and he can believe that these people are going to do it. But I don't think he really believes that, especially when you consider Damon, Bonnie, all these people who are working together, or Caroline even, who's kind of on the outside, but, you know, connected. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all not really included enough to tell Elijah, like, hey, this is what's happening. Like, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here. He's probably planning to go to this sacrifice regardless. Just because he's kind of the elixir wasn't needed and he didn't need to be hanging out with Elena doesn't mean he's not showing up. And I think he's going to throw the wrench into this sacrifice that makes it essentially not happen. All that to say, Klaus will not be dead either. I, I, I don't think he's dying. I do think there's a good chance that like Jules dies before something happens. Again, she's an easy death. Run down. Who do you think, let's say by the end of the season, because, you know, I don't want to limit you to next episode. Obviously yeah. we've got two jam-packed episodes. Who do you think we're going to say goodbye to this season, death-wise? You seem pretty confident about Jules. I, I, I feel confident about Jules. And if she doesn't die, sh- I don't think she'll really be around much either. I mean, I think she's just kind of, or she could like, the, I just don't think she's important enough to keep essentially. I think there's a chance Elijah dies in his quest to kill Klaus. Um, I think Greta's in jeopardy because Bonnie's going to come out and uh, you can assume Bonnie knows the sacrifice is happening. We didn't see anyone talk to this episode. You can assume she's in the loop. Do you think Greta will feel some allegiance to Bonnie when she shows up? Or do you think like that Greta feels her allegiance to Klaus? I think Greta could feel some allegiance to Bonnie. And I don't think Bonnie's above pulling the Merton card a little bit more aggressively than Elena did. Because Elena just kind of was like, hey, I know them and then gave up. But I think Bonnie can pull more out of Greta. Bonnie will be like, your father believed in witches helping other witches. Your father gave me my powers and gave told me how to get more powers to kill Klaus. You can think what you want because I'm not set that Greta isn't under duress, but why would she tell Elena that? There's no point because she just needs to be there to do this spell. Once she does the spell, she's in theory free. So why would she work with Elena to get out of it? That doesn't make any sense for her. I am once again concerned for Jeremy. (laughs) You see him. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who would show up at the sacrifice because he's worried about Bonnie. And one thing about Jeremy is he will sacrifice himself for someone if he must. He's giving Katniss everything. I mean, he would, like, I think he would sacrifice himself for Bonnie or for Elena if it came down to it. I've thrown this out a couple times. I mean, I know that he's not really Elena's blood relative. Like, it's a loose blood relative at best. But I think if there's some way his, like, blood could be used in space of the doppelganger, I have no reason to think that's actually possible. But I am always concerned for him. I'm a little bit concerned for Tyler, but not not particularly. I think he's going to be fine out of this because we have another werewolf to kill. And, you know, we're clearly building up this Caroline-Tyler relationship again. So I think he's he's good for a little bit. So you think Caroline and Tyler are going to rekindle? I do think so. Because at the time that he left town, you were pretty convinced it was over. I was pretty convinced it was over, but clearly he's still got some very strong feelings for her. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this, this episode with Stefan talking about how much love is heightened and whatever. And Caroline has been like in love with Matt, quote unquote. 
And I think she's going to be like, okay, I was just like feeling this heightened emotion that I had when I turned. Whereas I think Tyler is a more real connection. It's a deeper connection. It's based on more than just like, you're cute. And being friends and getting along. Like her and Tyler have much more of a, a connection there that will likely continue or possibly continue at the very least. Speaking of Tyler, let's talk about what do you think is going to happen with Damon's werewolf fight? We've seen before, there is not a way we know of out of this. I mean, I think it's not a coincidence that Klaus is also like a a half vampire, half werewolf. They must have a way. I would say the originals have a way to not die from a werewolf fight. Maybe Tyler and Jules do. I am not convinced of that. I think the originals probably have a way out. Damon will not be dying. I am convinced of that. So do you think one of the originals is going to give this to Damon if it exists? You think Elijah Klaus is going to give it to him? And if so, what do they gain from giving it? I mean, like Elijah is kind of his ally, but what does Klaus gain from giving this to Damon? Eh, That's a good question. So I don't know what they gain from helping him out of it. It could also be that I had a thought about, I had a thought of like Klaus sucking the werewolf blood out or the werewolf venom out, but that doesn't really make much sense. There could be another path of like a witch getting him out of it. I I mean, he'll get out of it somehow. You're pretty confident Damon isn't going to die at the end of season two. I feel confident that Damon won't die before he kisses Elena is more the issue. Okay. And I, I don't know that they, they have time to kiss at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot going on. She's going through something. She's a little peeved at him. I get it. This will not kill him. It could also be that it's just a less potent werewolf fight. He's not been a werewolf as long as Jules was. That's an interesting theory. You know, so I did have a a theory early on, very much like a rattlesnake, that the younger they are, the more potent it is because they can't control the venom the same way. I assume it's a venom situation. But it might just be that it's not as fully formed. Like maybe the bite is not as powerful when you're young because this is, again, maybe Tyler's third transition. So that's a possibility too, that it's just not as big of a threat because it's Tyler. But I think it's more likely that there is some way out of a bite that someone would give to him. And I think of the people who would give Damon a way out of a werewolf bite, Elijah's most likely. Gotcha. He, I mean, I, I don't know why he would do it. Maybe he'll be like, hey, thanks for trying to stop Klaus. I mean, Elijah's going to need a new family if he tries to kill his brother, success or not. And, you know, I've said I don't think Klaus is going to die. I think even if I didn't have my own personal edits in my mind that make me think that (laughs) this whole show is built around brothers overcoming their differences can't overcome your differences with a dead brother ain't that the truth (laughs) no one is trying to kill elijah at the moment klaus may be mad soon enough but even klaus i don't think cares enough to kill elijah because he's like elijah's just dumb he just fell for a girl who looks like you know brev which hey haven't we all yeah (laughs) so i don't think he has any reason to kill elijah So I am concerned about a number of people, but I think of the main ones, I'm feeling okay. The only one who really stresses me out is Jeremy. Potentially Jen and Alaric, but I I think they're both fine. Well, we'll see. The name of the next episode I'll tell you is The Sun Also Rises. So the sun will rise on the day of the sacrifice, I assume, or after the fall. That's a bit of a stretch. But the sun's going to rise the next day regardless. Okay, it's it's not like you said the sun is going to rise on the day of the sacrifice. Mama, it's the day of the sacrifice. The sun already set. Yeah, I mean, it's going to... So we're going to be seeing probably the the quote-unquote sacrifice, however that goes, and the aftermath of that, I'm guessing. Gotcha. The sun will be rising after this full moon regardless. Things may have changed. I guess we'll see. 
we've only got two episodes left of this season. Season two, great so far. We're going to finish it out strong, I hope. Um, as always, if you're enjoying The Vampire Diaries or Doppelgangers, please feel free to tell your friends and share with them. And also leave us five stars rating and review on Apple Podcast. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Doppelgangers Podcast. But that's it for this week. So until next week, goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother.